Good afternoon, welcome to Market Wrap number 167. This week, the buy-to-let market in crisis. Is there an exodus of landlords? Why? So we're just going to look at the rental market in the UK, see what's going on, see what's occurring. Is it still a good buying opportunity? Are people leaving it in droves? Uh, please do like, subscribe, share if you think it's any good. If you don't, tell us no good. That's fine too. So the number of re private rental properties in the UK is not keeping pace with rising demand. There are now 13 renters on average bidding, a 50% increase in the mismatch between supply and demand compared to June 2022, last year, according to the industry body ARLA, which apparently, apparently is the Association of Residential Landlords, I think. So how did this, this situation come about? Right to buy. If you recollect, right to buy allowed council tenants, mainly under Margaret Thatcher started, to buy their homes at a massive discount. And then successive governments have failed to build enough social housing to replace this. So we now have not enough houses for the lower earners and a rising population. Immigrations at 600,000 a year. House prices in England and Wales are now 8.3 times earnings, meaning even high earning professionals are finding it hard to get onto the property ladder. In addition, re recent legislative moves to redistribute wealth and rebalance the rights of tenants and landlords means that profits for the latter, for landlords, have been chipped away. Tax changes, such as getting rid of Myris, mortgage re uh, interest relief at source, and the costs associated with higher regulation, such as landlord licensing schemes, 212 different bits of paper. When I first, when now, when I first started off, there were 30. On top of that, interest rate hikes. As I said, the National Residential Landlords Association survey carried out between March and April showed a third of investors plan to reduce the number of properties they rent out, an all-time high, up from 20% the previous year. So that sounds pretty grim, people bailing out of the market. So whilst rumours of the great landlord death are spread far and wide, you know, the truth is not out there. Firstly, one of the first places you'd look to see if there is a sell-off going on is looking at capital gains tax receipts. Not personally, I don't do that, but the government would. March 2023, the Treasury took 140 million from landlords selling property, only 300,000 pound less than April 2022. But house prices did fall slightly between that period, which could account for the difference. At that time, the number of landlords paying tax has increased actually from 11,000 to 13,000. That could be increases in taxes or it could be more landlords. Secondly, the property portal Rightmove reports 16% of its listings for sale were formerly rentals, which is only 3% higher than it was in January 2019, while the number of properties to let are up by 8%. Stephen Nation, the lettings manager director at the estate agency Connells Group, who are pretty big, says, Another positive that we are not seeing any oxyboron. Another positive is that we are not seeing any significant evidence of landlords leaving the market over the past three months, where and where tenancies are running smoothly. We don't expect this to change. If the tenancy is going well, landlords stick with it. So, what about the review of the rental? Nation adds, looking forward, the prospect of the renters reform bill doesn't seem to be proving too much of a distraction to landlords either 
and the rhetoric around the EPC certification, Energy Performance Certificates, standards for renting properties that seems to be edging towards a more pragmatic solution. It could well cost anything between £4,700 and £10,700 per property to upgrade the energy efficiency of their investments for it to meet the EPC certification or C or above by the deadline of 2028. However, last week, reports suggested that Rushi Shunek would delay the target as to be not as to not overburden landlords. The upcoming rental reforms, rental reform bill, which would abolish Section 21 at no fault evictions, allow pets as default and replace fixed term tenancies with rolling periodic ones, has been cited by many in the industry as a reason landlords want to sell. And I've had clients phone me up and ask about this. Is it going to be a bad thing? What's his no fault? You won't get people out at all? It's not the case. You know, if you're a good landlord and you plan properly, you can always deal with these things. Government estimates show that landlords are only facing an extra cost of £10 a year per rented property and tenants £3 a year in additional costs if they have a pet. So it's not that much really. But fewer evictions will mean letting agents are set to lose out on £1,200 a year because they won't be replacing their tenants. So there's a little evidence of mass sell-off. But that aside, so, you know, uncertainty surrounding new regulations coupled with fewer borrowing options could explain why investors are reluctant to expand their portfolios. However, the data shows that the restrictions to mortgage or injury relief are much more likely to a reason that investment in buy-to-lets is lacklustre. Right? Because you've lost that tax efficiency, it, does, it puts you off. Whereas if you get, it's hard to get a mortgage, that doesn't put you off. The number of buy-to-let properties in England steadily increased every year from 2022, but decreased by 34,000 in 2017, where the tax change came in. And then the stock continued to dwindle after that until the stamp duty holiday of 2020. The share of total property sales that went to investors dropped from 16% in 2015 to 11% in 2017, and it hasn't recovered since according to Hamptons. Yet, contrary to that, in the Midlands and the north of England, investment levels have stayed the same. So it's only in the south. And the reason for that is because we can get much higher yields in the Midlands and the north to compensate for the higher interest rates. So, but the major figure that, that Hamptons has got to talk about is reinstating mortgage interest relief at source will be the government's talent priority if it wants to stop people selling up. A survey on landlords and agents by letting flat platform, good Lord can conclude that as well. 79% of landlords' top priorities related to finance, not regulation. So it's all about money if you're a landlord. And if you're buying from overseas, you have much better ta tax benefits. In the UK, landlords' profits are at the lowest since 2007, according to Savills. Between 2014 and 2021, landlords on average made, were making year one profits of 23% on rental income. But in successive interest rates since then say that they're now making a 4% profit on average. Who, what do they own? Is it via cash or via mortgage? According to the English Housing Survey, 38% of landlords own for cash, 57% have a buy to let mortgage, of these, 89% on interest only. That's interesting. It is these landlords that are most impacted by 
increasing rent, rate rises, as you imagine, if you've got interest-only mortgage, it's quite low. If you haven't, it's quite high. The difficulties faced by mortgage landlords mean that Savills expect future investment to be dominated by cash buyers, purchasing smaller properties in the Midlands and the north of England. It notes that a steady sell-off in recent years is also a consequence of an ageing landlord population. Investors that have been in, in, active in buy-to-let since the early 2000s are now nearing retirement and are cashing in to fund it. Savills' research reveals that 1,911,000 properties are owned by landlords over 65, with a further 1,982,000 owned by landlords between 55 and 64. Meanwhile, tenants bearing the brunt of this turmoil because not only are they getting less and less properties out there to rent, but also tenants having to put up with rents going up 5.1% across the board in the UK to June. So most tenants, I think, now realise that rather going out into what they call the furnace of the rental market, they're much better off negotiating with a landlord to stay on. And that's what's going on. Okay, rents in the UK are astronomical. New tenancies in Britain outside London are £1,231 a month on average, which is 33% higher than it was in 2019. Average rents in London are now 2567 I mean, it's quite, it's extraordinary. I mean, the things that people have to go to, the lengths, one of the guys in our office in, in Cardiff, you know, had to bid a year up front. And this is what's having to go on. Stand out for competition, tenants have been asked to offer at least three months in advance, if not more. You know, they're offering lump sum incentives. Hampton's research shows that one in four properties are now on three year plus, uh, sorry, two year plus leases, where previously it was below 20%. So people are taking out longer and longer leases to try and stay in the properties and that suits some landlords because it means they've, they've got a, a, a tenant sitting in but it means it's more difficult to do increases in rent and also if interest rates do go through the roof then how are they going to do they have to deal with that so it's trying to mi mix the between the two what's the best thing to do perhaps in, introduce inflation linked rent, rent increases to control costs have that signed into the contract that's been suggested by Arla, property mark. Some landlords, to finish, Martin Gerard from Arla says, some landlords are reluctant to commit to long-term um, tenancies because of the problems around the renters reform bill, finance costs, and what will happen within tax over the next two years. It used to be two years was a long time, now it's a very short time. So planning even as a landlord is more difficult. So there we have the market wrap 167. The rental market in the UK is very buoyant. For a lot of people, it's quite difficult to get into owning because it's so expensive. Now, I spoke about it last week, I think, saying that the, the number of millennials, millennials in, the U, in the US is 72 million now, a million more than baby boomers, 71 million. And those millennials are not able to get into the housing market because it has become so expensive and it's such a large multiple to put down if you want to buy. That's the same in the UK. People aren't age, able to get in. So it means it is a very good rental market. But the key is, it just, we just heard from that information, if you're doing 
if you're buying with a large mortgage, you could well have a few problems getting an actual mortgage. But also, if if we're not at the top of the cycle, which all the indicators are, we're at the top of the, the interest rate cycle going up, something terrible happens and it goes, goes up further, that could be a problem. So put down on a deposit as much as you can, 30% plus. Consider doing interest only for a couple of years, perhaps. Take out a good length of contract and make sure the agency is managing it and the tenant who goes in is good because they are gold dust. So if you liked it, share it. If you didn't, comment. Um, thank you for watching. Do take care. Bye bye.